Welcome to the Diz Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa Ferguson. And I'm Chris Johns. And we'd like to welcome you today for our sixth show. Later on in today's show, we will be joined by Christy Puddick with Pack Your Pixie Dust, who can help you with all your Disney vacation planning needs, from setting up your trip to helping you pick the right resort and even giving you some tips on dining, which is what we are going to be talking about today. So first, we want to spend most of today's time talking about character meals, but we want to divide this up a little bit because there are those in-park character meals and those resort character meals, and we've been to quite a few of both of those, Chris, haven't we? Yes, we have. I think almost every one we can go to. Yeah, we always like to do that. It saves us time from not having to stand in line to visit the characters at the parks, but it also gives us a chance to see and get pictures with different characters throughout. So we're going to break this down. As I mentioned, we're going to start off with looking at the park character meals. And first off, we're going to go to Magic Kingdom. And one of the ones there is Crystal Palace, which has Pooh and Friends. And we used to go to this one quite a bit. It used to be a favorite. But I kind of think the quality has gone down a little bit. What did you think when we went in March of this year? I just think for the price that you pay for the food, it's just, it's not comparable. I mean, and when you expect what Disney has to offer, Crystal Palace, just the quality of food. I mean, again, the food is good, but when you kind of see the bill and kind of what the things are available on the buffet, it doesn't quite match up. And it used to be much better. I love the carrot cake that they had there, and we even had one of their entrees for our wedding menu. It was a Caesar... A chicken Caesar pasta. They don't have that anymore. And we were just quite disappointed when we went earlier this year. But it is nice. It has Pooh and Friends. So you do get that. And it's right in Magic Kingdom. Great spot if you're coming out for a parade or fireworks. Now another one that is in Magic Kingdom is Be Our Guest. And if you are there during breakfast and lunch, there are no characters. But at dinner time, you get to meet somebody that Chris enjoyed meeting. And who was that? The Beast. The Beast. What did you think about meeting Beast? Oh, that was awesome. I think where you, you go through the line and then you have the chance to have your photo with Beast, I think that's wonderful. And you know what my favorite thing, having a, a dining, are the, the robots that bring you your food. <laughs> Not quite, but yes, it, oh. was, it, it was nice where he's talking about at the lunch service where you're able to just carry that rose to your table and they bring your food right out. At dinner, of course, when you get to see Beast, it's a little bit more formal. You have the sit-down meal. But that, again, is one we've been a few times. Now it's the two credits. I don't know if I would spend two credits on it. But if you've not been, it's definitely worth a visit. And as Chris mentioned, you do get to see Beast. Another one of the character meals that is at the Magic Kingdom is Cinderella's Royal Table. Now that, of course, is two credits. And we went there the day after our wedding. Do you remember going? To where again? Cinderella's Royal Table. Do you remember going, the two of us? Oh, yes, because it was up in the castle. Yes, yes. I do remember that. Yes, so we went the day after our (laughs) wedding just as a chance to have a nice meal by ourselves. It was very nice. I know that during some of the special parties that we've talked about in other episodes, they do have special dining experiences there. So you get the pictures with Cinderella, Fairy Godmother, all of that sort of thing. And I can tell you a character meal that I dearly miss at Magic Kingdom, and this is going to date me a little bit, is when they used to have characters at Liberty Tree Tavern. Do you remember that at all? I do not. We That was always a family favorite. We would go and set a reservation for later on and really great character interaction. And they were dressed in colonial where, of course, that's been gone for a while, but that is one that's dearly missed. Now, moving from Magic Kingdom over to Epcot, you have a couple of different character meals as well. One is the Garden Grill, 
and we were there a few years ago. It's in the land, and it's revolving, and I also just recently oh, went yeah. there with a friend. I do remember <laughs> yes, that. Yes, you do. We went there for my mom's birthday a couple of years ago, and then I just recently went back with a friend, and I have to say this is becoming a fast favorite. I know you haven't been in a few years, but when I went um, in October of this year, my friend and I had excellent service. The food was great. She had gluten allergies, and they were able to accommodate her really well, and the characters were really awesome. They're in their farmware, and it's definitely something I plan to add to our agenda on our next trip together. Now, another one that we've not been to is in Norway, the Royal Banquet Hall. That's where the princesses are there for breakfast. We have not made it there. I've had a few friends that have gone and said that that's a nice time. So those are those round out the character meals at Epcot. Moving over to Hollywood Studios, there's Hollywood and Vine, which earlier in the day they have the Disney Junior characters, but at lunch and dinner they have Minnie and Friends, and they are typically in some sort of holiday garb. I was there for Halloween not too long ago, and they had really cute costumes. There was Donald and Mickey and Minnie and goofy and they were all in different halloween costumes where's this at that's at the at hollywood studios have i eaten there i don't think you've eaten there i've eaten there with that. i've eaten there with my family and then i just recently went with a friend i have to say the food had gotten some bad wraps the last few years when i went it was better than it has been recently but i'm not a huge seafood fan and seafood kind of rounded out a lot of the dishes but they had great desserts and really cute ones themed for the halloween theme that when i was there another um, another character meal that we enjoy is over at animal kingdom and this is tusker house now do you remember going to this one we've been there a couple times with family no. Wait, we, Tusker House is... We went in Animal Kingdom. We just went when we were there for our vow renewal. We had a big group. Oh, it's a buffet. Yeah, it's oh, in yeah, Africa. That, that food was good. Yes, the food's very good there. A couple of years ago, well, we were there earlier this year for our vow renewal, and we had a big group. They accommodate us well. They have nice flavors and dishes. A couple of years ago, we were there for my aunt's birthday, and there was about 10 of us, and we went right at that sweet spot between lunch and dinner, and we got a group picture with all of the characters together, which was really awesome so if you're going at a slower time of year if you go in between meals you can get a little bit better character interaction so those are just some of the different meals that you can check out when you're at the parks now some of our favorite character meals are in fact in the resorts and starting out our favorite restaurant but not our favorite character meal is at ohana and I don't think you've ever been to this character breakfast with me. I think you've only been to Ohana for dinner. Correct. So I've been there with a friend. They have Lilo and Stitch, and I believe Mickey is there as well. And they serve the breakfast family style. It was okay. I don't remember anything particular that stood out to me. But if you're looking for some of those characters, it's a great chance to get them. Now, we have also done Chef Mickey's on several occasions at Contemporary Resort. Um, we've been there for breakfast on quite a few occasions with family and bigger groups. I also just recently went there for lunch, and the food was really good. Um, nice character interaction. It is a little busy, and a lot of people coming and going, but you do get kind of those, the main characters, you get Mickey and Goofy and Chippendale and Pluto. So it's nice to be able to get some of that interaction. Now there's also Cape May Cafe over at 
over at Yacht and Beach Club. I'm pretty sure Chris has not been to that one. I've been there with my family before. Um, they are dressed in their beach wear, and it is a fun experience. Now, something that I've heard about and haven't gotten to go, I've seen some great pictures from friends, is that boardwalk at Trattoria El Forno. It's the Bon Voyage Adventure Breakfast. It has Ariel and Prince Eric, Rapunzel and Flynn Rider. I'm sure you probably are not very familiar with most of those characters. I don't even know those people are. I know who Ariel is. <laughs> you know, do you know? And you know Rapunzel. Of course. Singles. Yep. So Prince Flynn Eric, Rider. That's the the prince in Rapunzel, and then Prince Eric is. No way. The, yeah, yeah. So those are um, over at Boardwalk. They do offer an option to dine without the characters. It's a lower price. So if you just want to go for the food, which I hear the food is great there as well. Um, you can do that. Another great character meal that's also at a resort is at the Grand Floridian at 1900 Park Fair. Now, we've done this one several times. There, we've been at breakfast, we've been at lunch, and I think dinner as well. Mad Hatter, Mary Poppins, Alice. Do you, no, you I don't, don't remember that? We do have some cute pictures of you. I'm with sure the Mad we do, Hatter. but I do not remember that. <laughs> so, we'll have to put some of those pictures when we post on social media. And, of course, um, over at Fort Wilderness, there's also Mickey's Backyard Barbecue. It has been temporarily closed while there's some construction going on over there. That's a fun time. It is considered a dinner show, so it counts as two table service credits if you are on the dining plan. It is kind of, there's music going, and they're all dressed in their country western fair or outfits and I've done that with a friend many years ago and my family and we enjoyed it a lot. I typical barbecue fair and from what I understand it's very similar to what is at the Hoopty Doo Review as well. Now there's a couple more that we've never done either that are at some of the Good Neighbor and other resorts that are on Disney property. At the Swan Hotel there's the Garden Grove. It's not on the dining plan they have dinner every night, and they have a good morning character breakfast on Saturdays and Sundays, and there's always a duo of characters. Now, I've had a friend go there recently, and they kind of had some random characters, so it's a little bit different. That's over at Swan Hotel, so we've never made our way over there. We've eaten at some other restaurants at the Swan, but not at Garden Grove. Four Seasons has a Ravello good morning breakfast with Goofy and Pals on Thursdays and Saturdays, along with Tuesdays during school break. So they have some kind of weird rules in terms of when they have character meals over there. So make sure that if you're checking out at the Four Seasons to look at their schedule, see what days they're having at that time. So with all of these meals, which we always enjoy, I think we there's some that we have some favorites with favorite foods, and then there's also some that we go just because we like the character interaction. What would you say has been your favorite character meal, Chris? I'm going to have to go back to Beauty and the Beast because okay. I just, I love the food. The food was so good. And then Beast, I mean, he's... Getting your picture of the Beast. Exactly. Yeah. And again, like I signed off some of the, the podcasts, you're Beauty and I'm the Beast. And so for <laughs> me, it's a, a fun movie. I always love kind of that area of the park where you have uh, Gaston. That's always fun to see yes, him. Yes, he is fun. And so I think him. for me, it was always just a fun one. And plus, I think we've been there a handful of times, so I'm a bit more familiar with it. And I love that little robot that brings out your food. <laughs> And I would say probably for me, I would go with either Chef Mickey's or Garden Grill. I enjoy both of those quite a bit. And if you're looking for some different characters and a little bit nicer food, 1900 Park Fair is nice as well. 
So we've talked a lot about dining and of course with dining there comes a lot of planning and with planning it's always can be a lot of work to try to do everything on your own. So today we're going to have one of um, the authorized Disney vacation planners and one of the best things about using them is that they can help you make your plans, they can help you make those choices and those difficult decisions about what restaurants might be the right choice for your family. If you have any special dietary needs, our guest can help give you some suggestions on where to go. She can help you really find the best restaurants to meet your family's needs, all while helping you plan your Disney vacation. She will help with your reservations, helping you pick your resort. And of course, the great thing about their services is there is no cost to you. So I would like to welcome our next guest, who is a frequent guest on the Disney Cruise Line podcast, the DCL podcast. But today she's going to be a guest on the Diz Love podcast. We have Chris Pudic of Pack Your Pixie Dust, who is going to share how she can help you with all your Disney vacation planning needs. So one of the best things about having an authorized Disney vacation planner is that they can help you make some of those tough decisions when it comes to dining and character dining, help you figure out what's going to be the best to make meet your family's needs, what are the restaurants that your family is going to enjoy the most, and then especially if you have any family members with special dietary needs. And like our next guest, Christy, she's an attorney and travel agent, and she's also suffers from celiac disease and she has a small five-year-old and so she not only can help you with planning for small kids but also if you have some of those dietary restrictions and when we look at Walt Disney Travel she's going to be able to help us give some tips on that so to start off we want to ask you an icebreaker that we ask all of our guests because not only today were we talking about food but when we go to Disney one of our favorite parts is always the the dining so we want to ask you a quick icebreaker what is your favorite restaurant okay. at Disney and why? Uh, my favorite restaurant overall has to be Raglan Road. It might be my favorite restaurant in the entire United States. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. So it's partially because I have celiac disease that they can make fried onion rings that are safe for me. Oh, they can wow. Also, yes. And they do um, chicken tenders. I don't eat seafood, but... They make a fish and chips that is amazing. Their chicken tenders are amazing. It's not like those Tyson just regular out of the box. These things are freshly prepared. And so, and the entertainment's awesome. Oh, wow. See, we've not been there. Now, I have a couple of friends that have gone there several times, and they always rave about it. It just always seems like when we go to Disney Springs, we have a bigger group, and we haven't been able to get in there. So we'll definitely have to add that to our list, that's for sure. So to kind of get started, we want you to tell us a little bit about your business and what sorts of services you offer for people who are planning a Disney vacation. Yeah, so um, as you said, I am a travel agent. I am a full service agent, which means that I can book anything Disney or outside of Disney. Okay. We are avid avid travelers in my family. Um, My son has been on 13 cruises, for example. Oh, my God. He's been to Disney World, I think, about the same number of times, and... We just absolutely love travel. And so I can help other people plan their perfect vacation, even based on my own experience. So what has worked, what hasn't worked. Obviously, I can give advice um, dining with uh, gluten uh, allergy or sensitivity or other food allergies because I'm well-versed in it. Right. 
and we've traveled with I have a good friend who has gluten sensitivity and I know it's a it's a learning experience to try to find those restaurants that are going to have the best options for them and not just with that we've had some family members that are diabetic and different things where you do have to take some time to investigate and with that yeah, I know it's, it's the learning oh I was just gonna say it's learning for me too even as I've done it now for four years it's still I have to try to figure out what it is I'm supposed to do and not do and I have to give credit to Disney we traveled with a friend who has some sensitivities and at every restaurant the chefs came out they explained how things were prepared all the questions and I think that's just another wonderful thing about Disney is that every question she had was answered by the Disney chef yeah they are great um they they really are the best in terms of somewhere to travel to with food sensitivities or allergies. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, the chef won't always come out. So that in the last year or so they have, they've sort of put that aside and done an allergy menu, which has some advantages and disadvantages. But the, the good part about it is that the staff or the waitresses and waiters, they know what can be prepared for the most part, gluten-free and what can't, and they'll go and ask. So they really are the best. Wonderful. And with that, Christy, tell us more. What led you to start your business? So, you know, my husband and I did the what would we do if we won the lotto game sure. about seven seven years ago, and we did not win the lotto. <laughs> and I was, I've, already, I've, I've been an attorney for 16 years, so I was already an attorney, and I have my own practice. Okay. And I was just like, man, I love planning vacations. I love traveling. I want to write a blog, which I'm working on slowly, and I want to help people plan their travel. So I knew a business owner in the area, and I hooked up with him, and and, am an outside agent, it's called. So I'm an agent that does not work in their main office. Okay. And And what is the the name, again? You want to give us the information of how people can find you? So my blog is Pack Your Pixie Dust. And that is um, a handle on Instagram and on Twitter and on Facebook. So you can find me. Oh, and uh, what's the other one? Pinterest. Okay. So we're on all of those. We're on all those sites. Um, And I post pictures of my trips. I post tips, fun tidbits about traveling, traveling with a young person or even adult only travel. My husband and I get away at least every year on one little trip. Sure. um, With just the two of us. So that's nice. Um, And then I am an agent with Just Cruises and Vacations, which is in Clinton Township. So I am one of their affiliate agents So that I book under them, but then okay. I have my blog, which is the Pack Your Pixie Dust. So what are some of those services that you can do to add Disney Magic to somebody's life? If they were wanting to plan a trip with you, what are some of those extra things that you're able to help them with, or how does it ease their vacation planning? Well, just today on Facebook, I was having a discussion with somebody about where to stay. And they were trying to decide between several different uh, one-bedroom or family suite type locations. And because I have so much experience, I was actually able to say, here's what I would, here's the pros and the cons of each one. If you have somebody that really understands Disney and knows Disney, they can say, all right, this hotel, the boardwalk is awesome. It's in a great location, but you are going to have to walk up two flights of stairs if you are leaving with a stroller. Right. Just something to keep in mind because you have to go up one end and down the other, and you have to do this every time you're trying to leave the resort or get back to your room. People just need to know that, and so that is what I provide. I provide the information that they wouldn't otherwise get, and the advantage is it doesn't cost them any extra money. So the only thing, um, and people can still, a lot of people still want to make their own Fast Pass reservations or their own dining reservations, and that works out fine. 
they can do that. The only thing they can't do is make a payment to their trip. We have to, as agents, make that for them. Uh, we, If they wanted to move rooms, we'd have to do that. We log in the days the sales are released, and there's always rumors, so we know about when oh, a new promotion great. is coming out for Disney. And we log in at 4 a.m. and 5 a.m., and we do the phone call. We sit on hold for four hours or three hours oh, my to goodness. see if – yeah, to see if we can apply the promotion to somebody's booking. They don't have to do that themselves. So if I were, And there's no cost to that. That's really awesome. So if I were traveling with a group of friends, can you help handle reservations for more than one family on a trip? Yeah, so usually what I do is I advise on how to do it. Okay. So there are different agents that do different things, and I just say this is the way, this is the, the way you'd want to do it. Now, okay, for the agents that different agents some will make the reservations for those they usually only want to make the reservation for the bookings that they have booked okay so you but if like my parents wanted to travel with us you could book our trip and you could book their trip yes oh yeah for sure we do that all the time perfect and then so when you are working with your clients what it what would you consider to be your top tip that you give to people when they're first planning a disney vacation well, I wasn't prepared for that question. <laughs> <laughs> well, just because you were given so many great tips, or what is maybe some of the common tips that you you tend to give people? Well, the first tip is when do they? Well, the first even discussion is when do you want to go? Sure. So that is the first discussion about where. Do, when did you want to go, and then where do you want to stay? And so it's maybe less of a tip and more of a we just go through those pinpoints. So I would help say guide though, them. the craziest. Yes. The craziest number one tip, which seems so simple, that I have for every person taking a trip, and I post this on Instagram regularly and Facebook too, if you are dining at Be Our Guest for lunch or breakfast, make your um, your food selections in advance. Yes, that is so, really great. Yes, the line for if you haven't picked your meal prior to your reservation is so long and it winds inside the building. And if you've already picked your meal, you go right to the front and pay. And yeah. yes, I understand you might not want to pick your food in advance, but I would still figure out how to do it at least a few days before the trip because, or before your dining reservation because you will save so much time not waiting in line. And we've done that before. And it is so nice to be able to go right in and already have it picked mm-hmm. out. And I've, we've saw that line before. So that is an awesome tip. That is for sure. So, Christy, we live roughly about an hour away from you up the road in Flint. Yeah. And so we're in the north, and so we have roughly, you know, six months of winter. No, knowing <laughs> Not this week. Not this, yeah, week, not no. this week, But knowing for, let's just say, we'll use an example of, of Michigan, the Midwest, and you want to go, when yeah. would, what would you recommend in regards to our spring breaks traditionally? What would be a good time for folks in the Midwest to go down to Disney, just from your experience? Well, if you go from mid or from early March to early April, depending on when Easter is, you are going to hit a lot of crowds. However, you're also going to hit really nice weather. Right. And so beginning of March is a little bit questionable. And for us, it's not spring break, but it is for the people in the South. Okay. So you will hit their spring break. So you will hit crowds, but the weather will be an improvement. Um, But frankly, Every time, any time going to Disney is, except for the summer, is better weather than here. That is true. Because so... <laughs> we've gone down, because we got married in March. We did our dedication again in March. And I can, you know, being from Michigan, 
if it cracks 50, maybe even 45, I'm wearing a hoodie and shorts and Crocs. <laughs> like it doesn't matter. And when I go to, to and we go down there again, you, you're paying for the weather because you know we you know right. mid to late March we've had you know, four solid yeah. months of, of cold. And so I think that so that's a, a great tip about you know when for folks from the Midwest to go down there. And I think with that, oh, another piece. Yeah, it's still dress in layers, though, because yes. I see kids, parents with little kids at the bus stop that are freezing because they think they're going to Florida and it's supposed to be warm. Now, remember, we're not in Miami. We're not we're in, you know, the middle of Florida. Right. So the weather is not quite as warm. And we always bring layers. When we yes. went in January this past year, we wore long pants and long sleeve shirts much, much of the trip. It was just a little bit of a cooler week. And we invest in a locker sometimes. It's worth being able to put those oh, sweatshirts yeah. and stuff in earlier in the day and then be able to go back and forth. And then you can use it throughout the day. And as those temperatures change or if it rains or whatever, you can put everything in there. So thank you again. We wanted to find out. Where are some of the places that our listeners can find out more about you and follow you? So my the blog, Pack Your Pixie Dust, has a whole quib about me. So if you want to read about me and, you know, all of that, you can read that there in the About section. Okay. And like I said, I am on Instagram, I am on Facebook, and I am on Twitter. And I probably spend too much time on those sites. <laughs> and so it's just so fun to, like, read. And the Disney community is so fantastic. So it is fun to share pictures and to share tips. And people reach out to me in all of those areas. I check the private messages. So if somebody is checking me, sending me a message, I can see that. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We'll make sure to put all of your information in our show posts and in our notes, and we'll promote you on all of our different social media channels. But Christy, thank you so much for being with us and joining us today. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much. Thank you again to Christy for joining us today. And again, if you want to hear more from her, check her out on the DCL podcast, the Disney Cruise Line podcast. She's a frequent guest. She has lots of information about it on her website as well. And we'll make sure to share all of her information with the show notes and also in our social media posts. So over to you, Chris. Thank you. Now, Vanessa, it's time for Disney trivia. Okay. Let's see if you stump me this time. Okay, so now this is about a character who definitely has a character dinner. Okay, so we talked about that earlier. We did, yes. So, um, have you seen the movie Cinderella? I have, but it's been a while. Okay, have you you've seen both the cartoon and the live action? Yes. Okay, here's a question. Everybody knows that she lost a glass slipper, right? Correct. What foot was it? Did it fall off her right or left foot? Ooh, that's a tough one. So just think of the movie, think of the scene. I'm going to try to think more of like the Christmas ornaments that I have that are the okay. Cinderella slipper. I'm going to go out on a limb and say the left foot. You are right. It is the left foot. I was thinking about all those Hallmark ornaments that I have that are the Cinderella slipper. There you go. Wonderful. Congratulations. Awesome. Well, that one was a little easier than the last one you gave me. So thank you so much. I actually got it correct this time. And as always... After we do our trivia, we like to end with a little wisdom from Walt. And since we spent a lot of time talking about characters today before we spoke to Christy, this quote is about Mickey Mouse. And again, Walt said, All we ever intended for him or expected of him was that he should continue to make people everywhere chuckle with him and at him. Mickey was simply a little personality assigned to the purposes of laughter. 
And that's very true. Not only does Mickey bring a smile to people's face when they meet him in the park, see him on a cartoon, or especially when you get to meet him at one of his character meals. So thank you again for joining us on this episode of Diz Love with Vanessa and Chris. This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings, and it is intended for entertainment purposes only.